Now, the Magi aren't quite Miss Cleo, but they're more Miss Cleo than they are some of the kings and pictures of kings that we might have had in our memories past. In fact, you see this even in the Old Testament. In the book of Daniel, there's a, a time when King Nebuchadnezzar has these dreams. You remember this story? He has these dreams, and he wants his dreams to be interpreted, translated. And so he's looking around. Can anybody understand these dreams? Can they explain that, what these dreams to me uh, mean to me? Uh, you know, he goes around, asks all the psychologists, and they say, no, sorry, we can't help you. That's a joke. That didn't happen. Uh, <clears throat> so instead, who does he call for? He calls for the Magi. These were kind of the fortune teller type guys. They're the ones who supposedly are going to help him. But if you know the story, all of the magi come to King Nebuchadnezzar and they don't really know what to say. They're kind of charlatans in a way. They profess a certain kind of wisdom, but they don't have it. And actually, from the Old Testament perspective, it goes even deeper than that. These magi were viewed as almost sort of wizards or necromancers. These were not the sort of guys that faithful, pious Jews should be hanging around with. In fact, in the book of Deuteronomy, it says that they are an abomination. And one rabbi, not long before the time of our Lord Jesus, said that anybody who consults with a magi is worthy of death. So from an Old Testament perspective, at least, the Magi were not wise men at all. And even if we just look at our gospel today, you can get the impression that these guys, well, that they weren't the sharpest knives in the drawer. Think about this. They, get, uh, this, they see this star because, again, they read the stars. That's their job. That's what they do. They see this star. And it leads them, it's leading them to Bethlehem. But where do they go first? Jerusalem. They apparently took a left turn at Albuquerque and made the wrong way there at Jerusalem. Or we could insert our joke here about men not wanting to ask for directions and so they end up at Jerusalem, right? But okay, be that as it may, they continue on their way. But what do they do? Who do they go to talk to? Now think about this. They imagine that they have some kind of prophecy or understanding that there's a new king. There's a new king in the land and we want to go see him. So if you find out that there's going to be a new king, who should you not go and talk to about that? Maybe the current king? And in particular, a guy who is notorious for being a total narcissist, who has killed wives, who has killed children, who has killed anybody whom he perceives to be a threat to his throne. Hey, what do you say, guys? Let's go ask King Herod if he knows anything about this new king. And you notice King Herod's response. <clears throat> yes, go and, and find out where he is and then tell me that I too may kill him. Worship him. Worship him. Yeah, and even then, after they go and they find the Lord Jesus, you notice this? They're ready to go back to Herod. Well, Herod said we should go back and see him. I don't know if that's such a good idea, Melchior. Well, Balthazar, he said we should do that. If God doesn't intervene with a vision to them saying, guys, hello, McFly, don't go back to Herod. And so they go another way. We know them as but historically, Caspar, Melchior, and Balthazar, but they may just as well be Larry, Moe, and Curly. These are not wise men. They're fools. But so what? 
okay, pastor, you ruined my Christmas card and you tell me these guys are not wise men, they're fools. What does that matter? I want you to think about this. These men, these magi, they made their living by reading the stars. And they believed that in the stars, that the stars were almost kind of quasi-divine beings. And that in fact, it was the stars themselves that directed our fates. There's still people who believe this. If we look to the stars, read the stars, we can understand ourselves, we can understand history. But little did those magi know, it was not the stars that was directing their destiny. Little did they know, it was the little child that they were being led to who was directing the stars. It was not their wisdom that brought them to the Lord Jesus. It was Jesus himself, the infant Lord who was directing them to himself, that he might be revealed as the savior of all people. Listen, it's not that wise men seek the Lord. It's that a wise Lord seeks fools. Fools like the Magi, and fools like you and me. Look, if we're talking about the ways that the Magi went wrong in their time, we need to also hold up a mirror and look at ourselves, don't we? If the Magi were looking in all sorts of places to find some kind of wisdom to understand life, well, people nowadays might not look to the stars, although some do, but are we not still looking at all sorts of places for worldly wisdom? Rather than looking to the scriptures, we turn to the latest self-help book that might be coming out. And maybe this has the secret to understanding myself. Or we flip on some person on TV who claims to be a, a psychologist or some kind of wise person that we can listen to. Okay, this is going to be the, the source of understanding. Rather than looking to heaven and praying to God for insight, we look to the heavens, we look to our horoscopes, we look to anything else to try and understand. And look, I can be just as guilty of this as anybody. I mean, I'm a modern person too. I think, okay, we've got a, a sickness, we've got problems, the first thing I should do is, is call the expert, call the doctor. That's good, you should do that. But do we not also pray? Seek the counsel of the Lord? Should not he be the first one that you and I look to anytime we find ourselves wandering like magi through the wilderness? Look, we're fools too, each and every one of us. But there's good news for us on Epiphany because this is not a story of wise people seeking the Lord. It's a story of a Lord seeking fools. Fools like the Magi, fools like you and me. Indeed, Christ himself came as the king of fools. He's the Lord who said, I thank you, dear Father in heaven, that you have not revealed yourself to the wise and understanding. But instead, you have revealed yourself to babes, <laughs> to the simple. You've revealed yourself to children, Lord. And think about what uh, Paul says. Paul writes to the Corinthians and he says, not many of you, when you were called, were wise in the ways of the world. Not many of you were strong. Not many of you were of noble birth. But God chose the foolish to shame the wise. 
He chose the weak to shame the strong. He chose those who are nothing in the eyes of the world so that all may see that he is a God who takes of nothing and makes of it everything. Christ Jesus is the king of fools who comes to claim you and me for his kingdom. In spite of ourselves, no, much, no matter how much we as foolish sheep might be wandering and straying from him, still we have a wise and kind and compassionate shepherd who seeks us out, who leads us to himself, who continues to pursue you and me all the days of our lives. This wise God is still seeking fools, fools like the Magi, fools like you and me, and fools like a, a woman by the name of Norma McCorvey. Now, you might not know that name from itself, Norma McCorvey. She passed away a year or so ago, and not to too much fanfare, but she was a woman who was a staunch advocate, defender, witness of Jesus Christ. She traveled throughout the country testifying the good news of the gospel of life. See, Norma McCorvey, this is how she spent her later years, but that's not how she is best known. In fact, you better know her as Jane Roe of Roe versus Wade fame. And after the famous Roe versus Wade um, verdict, for many years, she continued advocating for abortion and working in abortion clinics and so forth. But one day, a little girl, a seven-year-old girl named Emily, encountered her and shared with her the simple love of Jesus Christ. Norma did not go in search of the Lord. The Lord came to her through this little girl. And she would be converted and spend the rest of her life pursuing others for the sake of the gospel. How foolish, how strange, how unlikely, or should I say, how so like our God, the King of fools, the Lord who seeks you and me, Magi, Norma, and so many others, not because we were pursuing him, but because all along, whether we know it or not, he is pursuing us. Thanks be to God. Amen. And may the peace of God that surpasses all human rights guard your hearts in Christ Jesus.